0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Musing with Machaka show. So this is another – this is a conversational podcast where friends usually gather around in this uh, kitchen table. But, uh, yeah, that's not happening this time around. It's, a, it's actually a Skype podcast brought to you by Microsoft. Hey. <laughs> so, um, so be sure to like the video, give us a thumbs up, share us with your friends, and subscribe for more content. I am your host, Luis Menchaca, and be a part of the conversation. Comment below with anything any, – uh, I haven't done this in a long time, by the way. Kind of in case you notice, I'm rusty as hell. But, yeah, comment below with anything, uh, suggestions for topics, feedback for the show, uh, reactions to anything that's said. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Chocolaka88 and PSN, Nintendo Network, XBL, Twitch, all Chocolaka88, all across the board, easy to remember. And you can also uh, find in the description below a uh, link to the podcast uh, audio version of the show. So, let's see, I think one last thing, boomchakalaka 4 at gmail.com if you want to email me for anything long form you want addressed on the show. So, joining me today, i got a very special guest who seems to be very, uh, like, I don't know, buffering or something. You still there with me? Okay, there we go. So, joining me, special guest from the Kind of Funny community, Eric Thompson. How are you? Uh Uh-oh. Technical difficulties much? All right. And now with the beauty of editing, we're back. Somehow... We lost our sponsor of Microsoft, and we went to Google. (laughs) It had to be done. It had to be done. I mean, uh, Microsoft, I need to get your shit together. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on with Bill Gates or Phil Spencer, but something's got to go down. Someone's getting fired. (laughs) Someone's losing their job after this.
1: You're fired. You're fired. (laughs) Uh, Donald Trump, Yes.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. So we had some technical hiccups. And so we switched over to Google Plus. And so when we're recording, everything seems to be working just fine. But let's go ahead and get back to the show. So ladies and gentlemen, a very special guest from the Kind of Funny community. We got Eric Thompson. Hello.
1: Hello. Yes, yeah. yes. I, uh, I, I'm so glad to be here today. Musing with Manchacha, indeed. And yes. uh, this is yes. my first podcast appearance anywhere. So I'm very excited to, wow. uh, to enter in to this strange mystical podcasting world. But um here especially, you know, to talk about extra life, which we're gonna get into in a minute, um, but also just glad uh, with you, you know, to connect with a best friend, um and to kind of keep expanding the kind of funny universe, the, yeah. the best friend's family or whatever. It's like the <laughs> yeah. it's like
0: the Marvel cinematic universe, but with kind of funny <laughs>
1: is what it is. It is it is amazing to me. Um you know, we, we have that term, you know, best friends. And I don't know if we really are. I actually have a really good friend in real life who doesn't like to use that term. All. Loosely or I, loosely I think, at all, that, yeah. I think it freaks her out. Like if she, she thinks that if she calls someone, a, someone like a best friend, then she has to like text him every day and coffee once a week. And I, I understand, but, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a term of endearment, but I'm amazed, you know, as time passes and kind of funny grows Uh, kind of funny proper grows, how, how indeed it is like a a world's colliding, you know, my, my wife, she works online at uh, tutor.com, and she tutors in the evenings. And so I get home from work, and then I'm watching the kids and uh, best friend David, he uh, has a Twitch channel, and he, uh, he plays every night. Um, He's five hours ahead of me six hours ahead of you. And so there I am, I'm watching our kids my wife's working and I got David on my phone, you know, <laughs> and I'm watching him live stream Metal Gear Solid from Portugal, you know, and uh, I was like, what's happening? You know, like, how did, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, I, I just think that's just what, what an amazing community uh, to open us up to, to new universes like that. Like you said, it's, it's, it's so awesome. So much fun.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I had that same exact um feeling and stuff, especially whenever I was like meeting people like Sean Pitts, meeting uh um you know Zyger and everyone it was it mm-hmm. was just as exciting to meet them it was as it was to meet the guys from Kinda Funny. And I thought that was pretty oh, yeah. awesome. There was mm-hmm. I, but I did I did hype it too much in my head though. So yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I love it. And yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. Um Alright, well, let's go ahead and get into it here. So mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a well, there, there was a lot of points I wanted to touch on, but I guess like the very first main thing here is uh let's go ahead and get some basics out the way. So, how old are you? Yeah. Uh, and tell me your life story.
1: <laughs> well, I'll answer two birds with one stone. Okay. Uh as it were. So, I was born in 1984, which okay. means I'm 31. All right. Um Good and year. the very the very uh the very Short version is uh, I was adopted, which is awesome and uh, very special. And my sister uh, is adopted as well. My sister is from South Korea, uh, and uh, and uh, I, I was born in Oregon. And so uh, my parents they they got us, as it were. I guess that's how you say they adopted us. They got us, and I grew up in Oregon, uh, right um, on the ocean, in a small. Uh, kind of now an antiquated, more of a retirement community, but it's like an antiquated logging community called North Bend Coos Bay, which is the biggest inland harbor between Portland and San Francisco, if that makes any sense at all. You can Google it later. Okay. And I grew up there right by the ocean in a small little town. Um, and then I went to school in Washington. And then I've worked uh, since then in Washington State and uh, Minnesota and illinois and kentucky and now i live in west virginia and i'm a i'm I, the loose term is i'm a music minister but i work in churches and i'm a musician by trade that's where my training is and that's my day in day out a uh, career but i do much more than music too in kind of the church world working with people doing pastoral stuff um any number of things there. And so, and so that's my life. Uh, I, I'm married to Tori, and we have two children, Hannah, who's two, and Daniel, who's uh, uh, just about three months old. I, I think he is. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's October still. But uh um yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of my is, life in a in a very small little nutshell. Is that, is,
0: that is that is that's good. I'm like that's that's way more it's way more than mine. It's mine's much more simple, you know. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm just as as the simple the simple long short of it is I went to high school, I graduated high school and I still live with mom and dad. Boom. There you go. Life story is done. Yeah.
1: Hey. Mine mine was very similar for a long time. So yeah. uh don't think that I'm so far ahead or behind. I mean, I just you know, have a couple more years on you. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Hopefully, you know, I I don't, I'm not gonna. Tu- uh, I don't want to turn 30 anytime soon, but it's coming. So I know that life changing events yeah. are gonna happen. As that, as a matter of fact, that's. uh I've been just doing a lot of soul searching a lot lately. So I think I'm gonna start making some moves. I'm, lo- I'm I'm like I'm loving the opportunity. I'm I'm not really like afraid or anything about it. I'm just more mm-hmm. like excited from the prospects of it, especially with uh, everything i have been doing with the podcasts. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I've been starting to go down this path where I'm like I'm starting to learn more about following passions and stuff like that. That mm, that cliche yeah. thing that they talk about, like in the Game Over Greggy show, they always like they had a, uh, Colin had that topic about about uh, uh, words of wisdom that are just that are like common beliefs, but then oh, sure. like they're like they're misconceptions. So mm-hmm. I thought that was that was uh it's kind of I guess it's cliche in the fact that follow your passion you'll you'll it'll it'll never uh, lead you astray and. I guess it's mm-hmm. true. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think he's right. But there's also that sense of kind of a bit of salt mixed in with it too, right? Because, like, if you ask someone, uh, what's your favorite song? And then they'll give you a song. And then you can ask them, well, what was your favorite song six months ago? Or a year <laughs> ago? Or when you were 15? And and you're asking them, you're they're asking you or you're asking them to define your favorite song of all songs of all time. And, and you just kind of throw them out the window. Well, I like this one. This is my favorite. No, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. And I feel like that's how our passions are sometimes where we do get locked in um, and we're, we're deeply concerned about something or we're into it, but then we change, you know, we like different things. When I was younger, um, oh man, I went through so many phases. I was in the, I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, Ninja Turtles, of course. Batman. Um, I wasn't really a Transformers or a He-Man kid, um, but uh, always played a lot of video games. Uh, Nintendo SNES, Genesis, Game Gear, Game Boy, all that stuff. Um, had a had a had a really weird phase where I wore black gloves. I don't know what that. I don't even. I think that was a. I think it was a very short one. You know. But uh, it's but like the, it's like the I, inverse of the same...
0: Michael Jackson phase. But whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think you know anything like that. I I hope not, but, uh, but I'm still the same person now. And so I find myself doing that where I like, I, I mean, I've been thinking about, you know, doing more stuff online, like more online content as well. But then I kind of have to come back to that sense. Like, I think you're probably pondering of, well, what's practical, what's going to actually put me ahead. What's going to help me get further in life. And I'd encourage you. I think moving is, awesome. Like you heard me list off all those places I've lived. Oh man. I mean, just to be fair, movement's a real bitch too. Like it's (laughs) awful, but, uh, but while you're single and you don't have a lot of stuff, it's so dope. Um, living in, living in the Seattle area was incredible. And then I lived outside of Chicago and that was awesome. And so getting to move around and, and experiencing different cultures, meeting different people, um, having successes and failures is such an awesome part of life. And so absolutely go for it. If, if, and especially if you feel like you could get in a position or a place where it would increase the yield of your podcast. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That would be super fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, just going to like, uh, cause like I've been basically like living in Texas here for like a long, like the, all my life really. And I'm not really well, a well-traveled person, but when I went to San Francisco, my God, it was like the most, uh, mind-blowing experience that i've ever had like that was just if it was one of those times where you uh you you always you were always told you're always told how how like the world is such a big place and the world is a small it's a small world like it's you see you hear both things but it was one of those moments where i was there and i was taking a look at and and going sightseeing in san francisco and it's like it's one of those moments that you i felt in my heart it's like this wow this world is such a big world
1: you know Absolutely. Did did you, did you fly or did you drive?
0: Oh, I flew, of course. I Driving. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have loved to have driven, but uh, I would yeah. have, I needed to maximize my time with the guys over there. Kind of funny. Absolutely. <laughs> that, 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 that's all
1: I would say is like, I, I've driven across the country twice and, um, and it's, it's just amazing. You know, I mean, it, on one hand you're tired and you're like, oh, and you just want to get through it. But then on the other hand, like you realize that the hours are passing and you're in the mountains and then you're in valleys and then you're in farmland and then you're in the city and then you're in the suburbs and then you're in rail yards and you're in, you know, agricultural areas and you're just like, what's happening? I was on a, a quick story. I was on a. I'm going to say that a lot. <laughs> they won't be quick. They, they won't be quick stories, but All I'll right. say it. I'll say it a lot. I was on a, a flight coming back from Fargo, North Dakota, and I was sitting next to this gal who was uh, British. It was. Uh, two or three of these ladies who were going to a yoga conference in Portland. So here already we have this random ass, you know, these three or four women from London or from England who were traveling to Portland, which was in my home state to go to a yoga conference. And here I was with them. So big world, small world, I don't know. And, um, and they were going to, they were going to be like a 15 minute drive to the hotel. But then she said, Oh, how, how far is it to where you live? And I said, well, once I get home, it'll be like maybe four and a half hours to drive home from where from the from the airport in Portland to where I lived in North Bend. Okay. And and she said four hours. And I said yeah. And she said you could drive from the north coast of England to the south coast of England in four hours, <laughs> as in their whole country.
0: Yeah.
1: And that wasn't even like a quarter of the state, you know, that I was living in. And I had no idea. Like, I just, I think I genuinely did I mean, who knows how big England is exactly. But you know what I mean? It was such a striking moment. I was like, oh, you know, the United States is stupid big. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. And of I, course, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I you, you always hear about that, how it's like, um, like the countries and stuff where you go to Europe and you're like, you can just basically drive to the next country and you don't even know it. Kind of, or oh, yeah. one of those kind of things, air quotes. But anyways, no, like I always, I was told that about that about Texas, like how big Texas is. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard this this saying, this phrase, where uh, in most uh, places you measure distance by miles. Oh, you go two miles up the road or whatever. But in Texas, <laughs> yeah. we measure it in time. You yeah, drive yeah, thirty yeah. minutes down the road or whatever, and you know we, we're, mm-hmm. everything is told to you about how long you're supposed to get there by time, not by the distance it is because <laughs> it's just that big yeah, yeah
1: yeah it's it's uh it's kind of um it's kind of the same uh in 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 this part of the country kind of but uh but definitely in texas i i i believe it <laughs> i i love um i love uh country music especially western music like george Strait. some of the older like the vintage none of this whatever pop the these pop, country. It's pop country it's pop get out of here yeah. with the Ugh, you know but george Strait's my man you know i live i've lived a lot of life with him you know with, <laughs> tr- like in my guts you know and uh and just the way he sings about you know emerald by morning or um does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Oh my gosh. You know? So I feel like I, I feel like I know, I know Texas a little bit in my heart because of the music, but I, I would love to visit someday. I, I have a, several friends who live in Texas. Absolutely. Oh, nice.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, to, any of them in the, in the, in the Dallas Fort Worth area? Uh, I take that
1: as a no. <laughs> n- All right. No, one is in Houston. Right. Um,
0: Big ass population it- there
1: yeah uh where's um where's a and m is that uh
0: oh it's uh north of here actually it's in in much more norther it's like norther that's not a word uh it's um, uh about an hour two hours drive going north <laughs> there and, it is yeah so you mean 75 <laughs> i just kind of <laughs> i just kind of proved that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i was I, I, I was setting you up for a little bit but no, yeah, uh, no that's um,
0: not an hour i think it's yeah. more like it's more like two to three hours and i, I went Gosh, i was yeah. uh going to oklahoma and on the drive to Oklahoma, you know, we had to pass A&M and it was, it was not that long a drive, but it was, yeah. it was like a, basically a, a highway, just go on the highway and just stay on it until you get there. Yeah.
1: I don't, um, no, I know, I know someone who lives in Houston. I'll have, I'll have to check my Facebook, the, use that search to figure out who it is. But, uh, if I ever visit them, you know, I'll come and see you for sure. Okay. I I, mean, I, I want to come in general. I, I want to go to Texas and explore and see what's up. But, uh, yeah.
0: All right. Anyway. So let's go ahead and – I want to put this topic on hold just for the time being and just, just as Greg would say, put a pin in it. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and let transition away. We'll get back to ourselves. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we've been going in, I don't know, about 15 minutes now. So this will probably be its own breakout topic. We'll do that because I, you know, I do my great, the Game Over Greggy format where I just break it up topic by topic and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. next topic, we're going to talk about extra life. We're going to get into it, the nitty-gritty, the brass tacks, and uh, – you know, I'm, I haven't actually. I know I told you, and I do, and I still do plan on. I haven't registered for Extra Life yet. I know, right? I'm not part of the team, the funny team. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, I'm gonna do it. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, you have time. There's so much to say. Um, I've made a couple of videos for. A kind of funny group and uh, they both went on way too long because there's so much to say about it.
0: I've seen them actually. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I have it like I'm doing a window capture right here where I have it. So there's the, uh Good. the Good. uh let's see. That's it's on the kind of extra life uh, slash kind of, kind of funny. And they got the story. You got the two videos yeah. embedded where you got the first video about how to join and the second one mm-hmm. about how to maximize your, your your donations.
1: Your campaign. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, in both of those videos, I kind of tell a little bit of the story of Extra Life. And I'll, I'll try to make it quick here. In 2008, there was um, a young woman and uh, gosh, was, maybe it was in Texas. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly. Her name was Victoria Tori. And this group of gamers got together to support her, and they raised over the course of two thousand eight, two thousand nine. They raised just over three hundred thousand dollars. I think they were like fundraising year round. I'm not terribly sure what their exact story is, but suffice to say, they raised all this money and they gave it to that hospital where Tori was uh, was being treated at. Unfortunately, she lost her life in two thousand eight. Um, but that put the wheels in motion for something more. You know, they wanted to go further. And so I think the story goes that they approached Children's Miracle Network Hospitals and said, hey, we did this thing. We think that maybe there are other people who would want to do it as well. And so that was where Extra Life came from, um, to be a yearly – well, a once-a-year event, but a year-round fundraiser in a sense – uh, to help children like Tori and nameless myriad children across the United States and across North America, really, um, when they're in need of, of treatment at Children's Miracle Network Hospital locations and hospitals. And so uh, Extra Life embraced that, and they saw it as an opportunity, not only, of course, to bring in donations you know, to support their cause, but also to embrace... Um, kind of a community on the outskirts. You know, gamers. uh, (laughs) Gamers of all kinds as well. Um, Over the past, that would be 16, 17 years, um, including this year, Extra Life has raised raised over $16 million for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, which is outstanding. And in, I don't know how many years ago they did it. This is my second year. I'm not terribly familiar with the lore of Extra Life, but at one point they um, they did, maybe it was a 2009, it doesn't matter, but in any case, they made it so that you could choose which hospital your money went to, or the money that you raised goes to, and so that way people who are in the Fort Worth, Dallas area can choose whatever hospital that is there, or Eric in West Virginia can choose that, and so on and so forth, so you can support that hospital in your area and this has been important to several of our best friends in the kind of funny community because um uh, anthony for example you know his daughter was treated uh from birth right there in their hometown at that uh at that hospital along with other people i just can't come to mind right now i'm sorry for that no offense to them but uh but they had kids who were in those hospitals and they said yeah i want to support this one specifically because they believe in the vision overall but they want to send their money to this one location. So what's the row? It's kind of like, um, well, not for me anyway. I never did these when I was younger. But if you ever ran one of those races when you were younger, and it was one of those things where you got people to like give you a dollar per lap or something like that. Again, not the kind of thing that I would ever do. But uh, if you ever did something like that, extra life is somewhat similar. You're collecting donations bring in the cash in and then your response is to play games for 24 hours which doesn't sound that bad if i say so myself <laughs> better than no. better than running a race okay yeah. uh but no but no offense against race runners and so that's really all there is to it um you sign up and you can choose to join a team if you want to you can be on your own if you don't uh, care to get involved with a team, but there's no reason not to. And uh, and off you go. You solicit donations from your friends, from your family, people at work, and then bring that money in. And then um, on a given time, uh, a specified date in November, then you play games for 24 hours. And it's kind of become more typical now to see people like live stream games. Uh, uh, Andy just finished his uh, yes. marathon. And and I, I, I saw you in the chat there.
0: I was in the chat. Um, and I donated uh, to the to his um, to his also, extra life uh, campaign. I was part and
1: of. And they were outstanding. They did. Oh, I'm so proud of them. Wow.
0: What was, their, what was their final number at? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I was, um, I, I, the last one I was there. They reached 559
1: when I when I was. I'm there. gonna I'm gonna look on my phone. I don't want to risk pulling up on my browser on the computer and throwing it overboard. I think it was. Mm. I'll look at his account and see how much he's raised. And we'll just say that's what it is. I mean, he's always been raising under the super famous squad moniker, but I think that, I think they raised just under $600 during the live stream itself. Um, And they definitely raised enough to put them in. I think they're second place now on team kind of funny. I think, I think they are.
0: I'm I'm going to, I'm going to wager. It's going to come down to me and Sean. (laughs) <clears throat> no, just just putting it out there. I'm gonna. Uh,
1: I'm beyond those my, my are uh, competitive.
0: Yeah, I'm just you know,
1: that's you know, I'm just I'm just saying you know I'm not I'm not gonna say anything. I'm the team captain. I'm supposed to be. Neutral. I'm supposed to stay out of the way of your quarrels. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so so Andy um, right now he's at six sixty nine sixty nine. Thanks and uh, mm, sex uh, and that's a uh, yeah it's real cute and the uh, that's um that's second place. Now my main man Corey just joined and he was with another team. I didn't even know. I think we talked a long time ago and I was like, dude, you gotta get in here, bro. He's like, Oh, I'm kind of committed to this other team. And I was like, I don't care who it is. Come over. Drop him in." Like, and- no, no, no. <laughs> he, yeah, I was like, You're trying get to look like here. LeBron like,
0: James him and everything.
1: I was I was trying to I was trying to LeBronify him and uh, and he said no. And I, I was like, Okay, that's fine. And then he joined. And I had no idea that he already raised $1,300. And so he is in first place, boom. Andy's in second place, and then Ryan is in, uh, is in third place. And, oh, consequently, the top three winners from Team Kind of Funny will get prize packs from the Kind of Funny guys. Mm. Um, I think it'll be – I don't know what it'll be for sure. Reagan and I have been talking about it, but it, it'll be at least, like, shirts and signed stuff. But they might just literally go into the prize closet. Just throw things in boxes, and you don't. You just get a surprise box. So, um, like a
0: loot crate, basically. (laughs) The very best kind of
1: loot crate. Kind of funny. Yeah. Um, But but it will be tiered. Like first place is going to get the most. Second place gets a little less, and then third place gets like Portillo's. You know, throw up or whatever. So. uh, (laughs) But yeah, and and so uh, kind of some of the backstory for me is last year I played for Team IGN, and uh and I was actually I was the first place runner on their team and then that son of a bitch whatever his name is he he put in like a dollar over me at eleven fifty nine on december 31st which is the last day you can receive donations and so he 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 gave himself a dollar and beat me or whatever it was two dollars that coward but uh <laughs> but team ign was it wasn't really a team i mean I think that Mitch, Mitch Dwyer, like he found out about it at like the very end and he like stumbled upon it he saw that we were doing it. And then we got a shout out on beyond or something like that or, or whatever it was. I no, that, it wasn't even beyond. I think it was like maybe game scoop. And so I was like, you know, this, but anyway, it, it was still a lot of fun. It was my first experience. It was my first year. Um, I raised $1,700 or something like that. And I won myself a gold. Uh, there's my gold medal. I brought it for the podcast. Boom. And, uh, and if you if you if you put in fifteen dollars and you raise a thousand dollars, you get the gold medal. Anyway, uh, and there's a silver one too if you care for that.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw the, the the little uh, tiered um, they're the tiered members. Oh, you get yeah. the shirt if you get like the five hundred or something like that and things like that. Yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, it's two fifty for a shirt, five hundred for silver, a thousand dollars for gold. And then there's a bunch of little stuff that you get for just getting like twenty or thirty dollars. Um, 30-day Twitch Twitch Turbo membership. For
0: $5, membership. Yeah, for $5 you, you raise $5, you get Twitch at Turbo, and yeah, like $10, um, you get XSplit and for like three months.
1: a Three-month license for XSplit. Um, and so, that's not bad. Like, if you ever wanted to try Twitch Turbo, just give yourself five bucks and it's right there. They'll, they'll send you the email right away. Um, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. But when, when the guys announced that they had left IGN, and then they founded kind of funny it wasn't long after I sent them an email to that business address and I said hey have you guys thought about extra life and um, whoever it was wrote back and said yeah and I said well could I be the team captain I I was part of team IGN last year and I kind of saw how it goes I think I have enough experience I'll be okay and they said sure and they just let me run with it and so here we are we have uh, 117 members i think team kind of funny does um let me look i want to be certain i don't want to misrepresent where we're at uh, sorry i should have this loaded <laughs> it's, cool. it's almost there it's it's fast it's, it's going fast um yeah just just some, the, the the quick stats uh yeah well, we have uh, 119 members um we are ranked, so all the teams are ranked automatically. We're ranked 20. We're ranked team number 20 out of 4,520 teams. So suck it.
0: 4,500
1: <laughs> teams or 445,19. Uh, uh, and, uh, um, and our team goal for this year is $25,000. Now that's a lot of money. That's a significant amount of money yeah. considering that we've never done it before. However, we've already raised... Of that amount, we've raised uh, $8,347.34. That's 33% of our team goal. So we're a third of the way there, and we haven't even got to the event yet, to the actual event date. November 7th, November 8th, 8 a.m. to 8 a.m., 24 hours of, uh, of game marathoning. Streaming if you want to. Play video games if you want to. You don't have to play video games. Board games, card games, head games, word games tabletop games, Dungeons and Dragons, or you can live stream from your PS4, your Xbox One. Um, I don't know what all they played last night on Andy's Marathon, but I saw... They were... uh,
0: I saw Yoshi's uh, Woolly World, they did Battlefront, they did Mario Maker, and...
1: Smash, uh... Smash Bros. Um, Oh, Smash Bros, I saw... Uh, Metal Gear Solid V, Metal Gear Solid V, and so, yeah, uh, you, you you play what you want, but you play for 24 hours, and so that's kind of extra life in a real awkwardly shaped nutshell. Um, <laughs> uh, a very big that, nutshell,
0: but, but, a very yeah. big. Yeah. But like I
1: said, there's so, there's so much to say, and and the bottom line though is that it's it's definitely not about you. and It's totally not about me. Please know, it's it's really about these kids who are in these hospitals right now. Um, who are depending upon help from people like us to get the treatment to them. You know, families go and come in there every single day who like, look, say, look, you know, kids just like Tori who have leukemia. And the parents are like, we can't afford this. And they say, well, guess what? We're going to help with that as much as we can. They're going to help get the best treatment to these kids to extend their lives, you know, um, and, and to, to be healed, to heal them totally if they can. And so that's why this is so important is because of the remission of children's miracle network hospitals. And it's so freaking awesome that we get to do this in response that we get to do what we do already. And we have an awesome reason to do it. So we can take time off work. Our parents can't bitch at us for it at at us for it. And, uh, and we can just have fun. So uh, for anyone who's watching or listening, and and if you've not, um, if you've not tried extra life before, or if you're interested um, all you got to do is go to, uh, extra org. Well, and, you can go there and, the, and then you can search for kind of funny or go ahead.
0: Uh, the link is going to be in the description. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I have the YouTube video where I put the description. Uh, I'll put the link to the extra life kind of funny, uh, uh, page. I'll put it in the yes. description of the audio podcast. So you can just click over from the iTunes and uh, awesome. we'll be able to, uh, I want to definitely want to make sure I pimp out that I'm gonna be doing the the stream on November 7th. I'm gonna be going starting at 8 a.m. Central uh, It's 8 mm-hmm. a.m. Central Sunday, and I'm going mm-hmm. to. Um, uh, I I, did, I definitely need to work on pimping out my my Twitch. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, and, and from the fact like I meant like, because you know how like uh, Andy had that Twitch thing where you can see uh, the automatically pop up of the uh, of the uh, the donations. Like I wouldn't even know how. Oh to yeah, yeah. Out. I wouldn't even know how, to, how the donations get them to, to show up on my side, like or, or on the yeah. Twitch uh, uh, stream, like <laughs> automatically. So I'm gonna, i i got to work on figuring that out. I'm probably going to contact Sean Pitts for that because I know mm-hmm. he knows Twitch and he can probably help me get set up. But the plan is yeah, to it, it, go it, it, hard. Andy's Bell, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely Smash Brothers is going to be on the table. Uh, I have a bunch of friends of mine coming over to, to, to participate. So, awesome. yes. I'll, get, I'll definitely yeah. get the word out
1: yeah and and uh for me you know um my my plan uh for anyone who wants to watch i have a twitch channel i'm not here to promote that i am not a streamer by any means uh half the time i just i accidentally press the button on my ds4 and i'm streaming and i don't even know it. um but uh but uh twitch.tv slash kazat k-h-a-z-a-t um that's an old world of warcraft name but i I like it it sticks Uh, um it's good enough for me and um Uh, I'll play Rizzo Gun as always in honor of Colin, but that's because it's just a marvelous, you know, a perfect, uh, a perfect, uh, Game. And uh, then I'm going to try to platinum um, a few things platinum watchdogs, platinum AC Unity. Uh, if people don't mind watching, I'll finish up uh, Telltale's uh, Borderlands, which is all done. Um, and then I'll also play uh, board games with my wife and some friends who are going to come over. Uh, just any variety of things, maybe some less common board games or card games. And so there'll be a lot to do, a lot to see. It's a lot of fun. And I have some different things laid out on my campaign page. And th- that's why I recommend to you as well is like as you raise more money then you're willing to do more things you know like either on the stream or as a result of the stream and so some of my stuff is like I'll you know I cut my hair off last year and it's grown back this is as far as it's grown back but even that in that first video that first uh, extra life video my hair is it's short and now it's uh, it's grown back fairly well and then um the, what am I trying to say the um uh, you're going to
0: cut. Your oh hair. yeah. So I'll,
1: I'll, I'll grow my hair up and donate it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shave my head like, you know, and then, uh, one of them, I think it's like the 2000 mark. Cause my, my goal is 20 2,500 this year. The 2000 mark is lose 50 pounds between this year's extra life and next year's extra life. So I give myself a year to lose 50 pounds and $2,500, God forbid is to quit smoking. So, uh, so please don't <laughs> give it to me go somewhere else with your money, but come and watch, you know, but, uh um but that's, that's how serious I am. And I'm willing to put that all, all that stuff on the line um, to, to bring in uh to bring in the funds and to support this great cause. So extra org, And, and uh, as our gracious host has said, all the information is everywhere around us right now. So check it out.
0: <laughs> all right, cool. Um, I'm actually kind of messing it up on the Google hangout. I'm trying to, I tried putting, I pimped your, your Twitch channel. I think I put, is it K H uh, a, Z-A-T.
1: Z- that's it. A-H-A-Z-A-T. Thank you. Nice,
0: there you go. So, uh, I, as I, I know you didn't say you're going to pimp it out, but I'll pimp it out for you. So there you go. I appreciate and, it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's see. I'm just trying to figure out how to switch back out of this thing here. There you go. All right. I think I got it. All right. Sweet. So um, all right. So the kind of funny extra, uh, extra life. We're going to be doing that. We're going to have a good time. And, uh, I'll be seeing y'all November 7th. I'll be doing one more Twitch stream between now and then before I do it, just to maybe test pilot it out or whatever. I, I usually try to do one Twitch yeah. stream a month. So I've been a little, I've been slacking mm-hmm. a little bit on that, on that front, but I'll get back into it. So, awesome. all right, let's go back into it. Um, so did you have any, uh, any topic in mind that you wanted to come up? I know, I know I, I, I said, you know, have a topic ready.
1: I do, as a matter of fact. Um, now, I I'm going to offer this, and you can shut me down okay. if you want, and I I'll just make up something else. But I have been pondering an idea for a podcast, yeah. and uh, and now I'm not. Why I offer it with caution is because I'm not trying to take away from you. I'm all by ears. I know means. I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, very good. I I love hypothetical questions. Um, uh and often, my friend Michael, who lives in uh, uh, Washington State, he and I will get on. Um, I'm going to pull up this document here with uh, with some with some questions here. We'll 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 have some fun with that. i uh, he works late, and so I'll call him at like my three o'clock in the morning when he gets off work at like eleven and gets home at midnight. His midnight, my three, and I'll sit on the porch with my. P.S. Sony Gold headset on, <laughs> <Bing>! and uh, <laughs> and uh, and I'll just chain smoke, and we will uh, outside. I don't smoke inside with my children. Hey, listen, okay, none of that. But um,
0: um, plus, you don't, just... want, you don't want your house to smell like smoke either. I mean, like that. No, that's, I awesome. heard that that no. kind of stuff sticks to your uh, the walls. You can't even get it out.
1: Sticks yeah. to everything. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, and so I'll go to uh, my phone. Reddit or wherever and just read these things. And for hours, like I'll look up when the sun's coming up and we've just been going over these hypothetical questions because it's so much fun. And so my idea for a podcast is a podcast in which you ask and answer hypothetical questions. And it's conversational style with, I mean, I I don't think I would be very good by myself. I think I would need other people to play off of just like this. Um, maybe another person or two people, and then either they could be thematic, like one, um, like one week's show. life Anything could be about movies, and then you would ask hypothetical questions about movies. You know, uh, like a famous one that we found on Reddit or somewhere um, was uh, in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, it's not, it's not a hypothetical question per se, but it's still like an investigative question. Uh, in Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, is Indiana Jones really ever necessary? And uh and if we ponder it, we discover that he almost exclusively is not. And why no. is
0: okay, this this you need to go on this on this one here. of here. So
1: so he just he just moves the plot along. Everything would have happened whether or not he'd been there. You know, everything was already transpiring to happen or was, had already happened or whatever it was. The plot seemed to be moving around him, you know, not, he wasn't moving the plot. The plot was moving around him in the movie. Now, the only caveat to that that Michael and I determined was that because of um, Marion had the top of the, (laughs) this is not the top of the, the staff, but she had the piece that was at the top of the staff of raw or whatever it was. Marion had the piece and then the Nazis were trying to get it. And then it was burned into that one guy's hand. And then, but Indiana Jones had it and he needed that to go into the well of souls or whatever it was to put it on the staff and the red light goes through and and it shows him where the Ark of the covenant is. And so, um, so that uh or where is the last arc not last crusade excuse me and so that's like the only moment in the movie where it seems like he's genuinely needed <laughs> and there are, and, and ironically like there are so many ones like that where you think about it and you're like i guess you really don't need them at all do you but but the, because the movie's about them anyway maybe that was a bad example but um but that what, was what kind it, of some of the. Would a
0: podcast be like a "Would you rather"? Like you know, when you just basically bring up a question, you're like a hypothetical question. In this scenario, what would you do? You know, is that, and then every one of them, you're just like a, an episode yeah. dedicated to either one or two or three, but they're all in a similar theme, similar vein.
1: Absolutely, and I think that that the the um, the syntax for the question, like "Would you rather" or "What if." Or if you could, you know, I think that those kind of questions, because there are so many of them, you would just find that you would find enough that fit into particular themes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it, so there were all, there would almost always be a would you rather, there would almost always be a what if or, an if you could, um, you know, within a certain uh, theme. Um, and then just to kind of play around with that, there was a podcast several years ago called what if And I think it was even an NPR podcast, but it only lasted nine months, something like that. And so maybe that's for a reason. (laughs) Maybe they didn't do well. I don't know. But, um, if you're willing, uh, if you would like to allow the musings to, you know, go in this direction, I have five hypothetical questions. We have to do all five. Um, but uh if you wouldn't mind,
0: okay let's should we, should we try a few let's try it let's try it let's go for it.
1: So my idea for the podcast was that we would always open the show with like a with like a like a
0: all right, what's the first question
1: so like I said i I would kind of want to open each show with like a like a basic question a baseline hypothetical, and of course the the go-to of all go-to when it comes to hypothetical questions is winning the lottery <laughs> no even even more simple than that that's okay. a really good one though i i think i feel like it's going to be if you could choose one superpower which would it be and why mm, mm, yes so so now returning again to our multiverse anything you want you know, I mean, because with each with each with each hypothetical question, I'm kind of talking to give you time to think. But with each hypothetical question, you're inevitably inevitably always going to ask, well, what does he really mean? I mean, if can you be like this guy who has like five powers? No, none of that. Shut it. It's <laughs> no one. No Superman up no... in this bitch. Yeah. You, I mean, so you could have one of Superman's powers, but, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a combo deal. Okay. Um, so, uh, what, what do you think you would choose and why? All right.
0: So my go-to answer, at least this is not, maybe not, it maybe not be my go-to answer, but it's what came to mind. The very first thing that came to mind that when you, when you, uh, asked the question and it actually is kind of boring. Like I'm not going for like, you know, super strength or anything like that or whatever but i actually um it actually kind of like i guess more like uh and more kind of deals into my 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 uh i guess you know how most some, most people they have like uh, what's called it like a feel like a fear of dying and stuff and so the um, what well, came sure. into, what yeah. came to mind was uh was uh, wolverine and his healing factor so i was like oh just heal and uh keep my youth and all that stuff all that good jazz Like uh, Claire, the cheerleader from Heroes or whatever, or like that guy also. Yeah. He didn't, he was uh, from feudal Japan and he just kind of like kept on living. So it's like, I guess one of those, just the regenerative like powers where you just kind of stay the same age and you're just, you know, either immortal and, or or maybe even not even immortal, but more like you just like live like hundreds of years, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So,
1: so Claire was indestructible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because she, but she had, so, well, I guess she, well, no, you know, she, she could be injured. So she just had rapid healing powers like Wolverine. Yes. Um, but they, but both of them could theoretically be killed.
0: Yes. I mean, Wolverine, yes. Wolverine was
1: killed just recently.
0: Yes. Yeah. And they both and then split, could be killed. And, then, and, uh, um, as long as, you know, she doesn't, uh, something doesn't like get just wedged into her skull. She would in theory just keep living. Exactly in perpetuity like right. the guy from yeah. uh i forgot that david andrews's character his name is character but the guy he was in he oh, was in feudal japan um, with hero but then he he got he got old and he started hanging out with peter petrelli in the present yeah
1: right um in season two but what yeah a dope show that was i appreciate, I appreciate that it's a dope show wonderful um
0: so but yeah so basically it's like that he, that concept came to mind and so here's and here's the thing and here's Here's why it's not maybe not such a necessarily a bad superpower because you, in theory, could be a superhero with it because if I were to get have that power, that healing factor, and I was able to get, like, tactical military training and stuff like a la, like, Green Arrow and stuff and just be at that level of, like, of Bruce Wayne, uh, like, combat skills and, and all that stuff, I could, in theory, you know, be Batman – without having to worry about my my legs breaking on me or breaking my body breaking down on me. Because part of the reason why he retired in The Dark Knight Rises is because, like, his cartilage was just, like, just blown out, and he doesn't have any, like, you know, once that cartilage goes, you're it's, it's done. You know, your bones are rubbing against each other, and that hurts like hell. So, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of wear and tear on your body that will take, you know, just being a crime fighter or being a vigilante, you know. It would be easier and it would be like, I guess not necessarily, I guess as, as realistic as you can be with, you know, being a vigilante, but then here you go. So you can just be a vigilante without the consequence of, of dying or facing
1: mortality. So you would, you would age though.
0: Maybe slowly, very slowly.
1: Like vampire. Yeah. You know, cause they do age. It's just
0: six seven six, 700 yeah. years and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's no. I I think that's an excellent answer, and uh, it does not benefit our podcasting. But mine is very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that um, I would also want a power of healing, but I would want to be able to transfer it. You know,
0: oh, like Linderman, um, he
1: you, he would exactly. heal. He
0: would heal like. So you want to have it like both ways, where you can be like clear, and you can like heal somebody like. Like, like you're um, like in a church and you're just, and you come in, you just put their hands on the forehead and then they're healed. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? Honestly, that would probably be a better way of going about it. I can just go to uh, build a church and then have people come to me. <laughs> and then like, very, be, I would straight up, I would, straight up, yeah, no, I would straight up go. I'm <laughs> not bullshitting. I would No bullshit. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. And then there you go. That's 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 where, that's where I go is. with that.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I can't say I would support that, but no. Uh, okay.
0: All right. Well, but, you know.
1: But, but I would still I would still watch your Twitch streams. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, either
0: either that, but then I don't know. I mean, that is a bit egregious. It is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. But also like. There's like this idea like I, I don't know how I feel about this in particular with that ability is whether or not I would charge people for it. Like, you know, I use like, OK, sure. you pay me and, I'll, and I'll, I'll get rid of your cancer and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's either like it's maybe yeah. a, way, a means to an end for me to make a living. Maybe I don't charge an egregious amount. Maybe I don't charge them like $1,000, but maybe I charge $100 per person. So that way yeah. instead of, you know, having this walled gate where you can't come to me, but it's something that's worth my time. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I think in, in my, I appreciate that. In, in my speculation, I'm wondering a couple things. One, if if my gift is like, uh, it's not like rogue. Um, but if it's meant to be outward, I can still heal myself, obviously. But does that mean that I inherently have like rapid healing abilities? I don't know if that's what I'm looking for exactly. Um like Claire or Wolverine um, because they don't have to do anything. It just happens automatically. But I'm looking for more like sort of a, like a mental gift, you know, where like channeling energy or whatever, you know, uh like a mage or, or a priest, I suppose, or, you know, or a monk or whatever, um, like a healer, a you healer. know, like in the, yeah, like, in like... Know, like a healer. Yeah. And so even healers in games have to cast on themselves. Like they just don't, they just don't keel you know, naturally. They have to they still have a cast on themselves, a willing party. And I was thinking, if that was the case, then maybe the way I'd want to live would just be the same, but then you could still touch people or however you transmitted that power silently, quietly, you know, or like if you were walking down the street and wham, some guy gets hit by a car and is thrown into a building or whatever it is, and you just walk up to him like like you just run over there and you're like checking it out and you're the first one to get to him and you just touch his forehead and he's Im- immediately just bam he's good to go and he stands up and he's like oh <laughs> you know that's kind and of you're like oh man you you hit you hit a a massive balloon and you you, you know or or like if if you were sitting by someone and they were sick, you know, and you just touched their hand or like you brushed up against them, and that they were healed, and you were just gone, you know. So it wasn't a spectacle, but it was still kind of a mysterious sort it's of power. Of,
0: it's kind of like uh, I just binge watched Lost, and uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob uh, went up to all the characters that were like the um, the candidates, and so uh, for instance, the reason why um, the reason why um, Locke. Uh, survived his crash, his uh, his fall from the building, that eight-story mm-hmm. fall. And he, the reason why he was paralyzed was because yeah. he died. Like he died. He, his father threw him out the building. He he, he went splat on the con- on the on the concrete.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: then and then um, like two seconds later, Jacob walks to his his dead body, touches him on the forehead, and then he wakes up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's because Jacob went in there and he's like, "You're gonna be all right," but he didn't fully heal him. He just. He just brought him back to life so that way he can be on the wheelchair so he can go through that struggle to yeah. uh, to have yeah. that understanding,
1: yeah, and maybe that would be part of that power he just know, it was, he like... was
0: low key about it he <laughs> was like you know,
1: yeah, yeah, and you could also limit like how how far like how much it could do so like if you knew someone who was terminal with cancer. You could heal them so they had like a year of life left, or whatever, you know. So like, you know, or someone who's like, so this happened at our church actually. So someone just uh, uh, came down. Well, they didn't come down with it, but they found out they had cancer like six weeks before they died, and uh, and the doctor said about a month left. You know, that was it, and then she was gone like that, poof. And uh, but what if you could heal them so that they had longer, so that they wouldn't be free of it entirely I don't know why you would do that maybe they would ask you you know they'd say oh no this is my path this is my way but that way you could extend their life so they could enjoy it more um, I guess that's a possibility but what's ironic to me is that we've both chosen powers that aren't really powers at all you know like in that sense of you know you know like we're, we've actually chosen these like passive well not passive but these beneficial abilities you know yeah. not aggressive offensive abilities but I mean, but I. But then I mean, come on, the fly. Shoot, man, I don't know, man. I don't uh,
0: know. Mind. And, I mean, don't the, know. and the other, the second thing that comes like a second close, uh, second place, a close second, is uh, mind reading, telepathy. Um, oh sure. Either it's I, I would want a combo mm-hmm. if it's like a, a telepathy combo slash uh, uh, mind, Jedi mind trick, you know, where I can bend you uh, your will to my. I can go in mm-hmm. there and be like, you will you will change my grade (laughs) from a B to an A right now. (laughs) And then they do it. And they don't have any recollection of doing Uh, it, you know, like that kind of thing. There's that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I don't know. That's, that's another one of those things where it's just uh, completely like just beneficial to me. I don't know. I'm hitting on a girl in a club or the bar or whatever. And I know if she's into me, I'm I'm like, okay, you're into me. Okay.
1: But, (laughs) but, but if you, but theoretically you could also bend other people's will to not to what you wanted, but to what you thought was best. So like, let's go back to the club and there's this girl there and maybe she's lonely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be sexist. It, it, it could be a guy too. Um, but like you see he or she talking to another person and you get that vibe that that person's bad news. You know, you can tell that something's not right there And you can see that they're going to go home. Like they're starting to walk out of the bar. They're going to go home together or wherever. And you can tap into that person's mind to say, stop. Do not leave, you know, with this person. Don't put yourself in danger. And they just like, they just run to the bathroom or something. Just, (laughs) you know, whatever. So you could actually like help people theoretically. But But then like the level of your telepathy would matter because then could you like reach into Vladimir Putin's mind you know, and tell him to, beep, 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 to fire off the nukes or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Maybe,
0: I mean, I was thinking more like Professor Xavier, basically, you know, where sure. he's like, he's tele, he's telepathic and stuff. He shows restraint and he's got a, he's got a pretty good uh, distance. He can go like a good, I don't know, half a mile out or something like that. Cause he was on that boat from half a mile away and he's reading all the minds and stuff like that. But unless he, mm-hmm. you'd have to build a cerebro or whatever you call it. What is that? But I wouldn't uh, know how to do that or know anyone who, who could build that for me. But, yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking, like, man? maybe
1: yeah.
0: – maybe. Uh, uh, I guess Professor Xavier is probably the best example of it because he could freeze people's minds because he he gets people to think that they're stuck in time. You know, he can, uh, you know, yeah. basically uh, do what he wanted in terms of bending them to the will, um, doing um, – what do you call it? I forgot what else he – other things he did, but – Probably that would be the best The best example of that is that's pretty yeah. pretty kick-ass.
1: It's pretty solid. So anyway, that's just one little example of the hypothetical questions, okay? And All so right. like – now, that being said, I think I'd have to change my answer on that one, but to, just to explore it in a different way. So should we try another one? You want, you want to try one more, more at least?
0: Yeah, let's try one more. And uh, I'm actually kind of running short on time, so we'll have to cut okay. it after the second one, and uh, that will be the podcast. I'm sorry about that. I know. I know. Oh, no, it's between no. the technical issues and yeah, we we lost a lot of time.
1: I'm sorry about that. I, I, I'm very sorry about that.
0: No, no, no i was partially um, par- partially my fault too.
1: But anyways, well, here's here's uh, I have I have four more, and it's hard to choose one. <laughs> Let's. Uh, oh gosh. Are you a a, a musician at all to any degree or extent? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I wish. So so we'll scratch. No, perfect. Okay. You are able to learn and master, master one musical instrument, but you must give up one other skill that you possess completely, entirely. So, If you want to, if you really want to be a piccolo god, then you can be Ron Burgundy level flute player or whatever you want. But you have to sacrifice another skill, like as if you never even knew that it existed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which instrument would it be and which skill would you sacrifice?
0: Okay. My first initial uh, reaction to this uh, question was I'm going to learn how to play guitar. It's pretty sexy. And pick up chicks with that, or you don't even have to learn.
1: You just boom. Oh, you oh, it's just, in, just
0: it's I'm endowed with that information. Then
1: you you'll be John Mayer level, hella sexy. <laughs> bring me the ladies, Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, all right. So I would it's I would a, automatically a be endowed with that, but then I would uh, that piece of skill would be taken away from me. So yes. I want to think about. I was trying to think about a skill that just means nothing. Like what is a skill that I have? That just is utterly useless and and can be I can completely live my life without it, except i can't think of one like what skills do I have that that basically um you know what i think i, I think i figured it out i figured out I figured it out. I have a skill that is obsolete now and uh, and, I, okay. and I, I don't i don't need it anymore uh I used to work at a I used to work at a movie theater and I was the projectionist. And we used film back then. And now uh, the movie theaters have gone digital. And so film doesn't exist. Sure. So I have a skill. I have two. And I have two. I have a three set, actually. a three sets of skills that I can give up all three of them because they're all one and the same. I know how to uh, uh, build a, a print of a movie because movies don't come in. Uh, they come in reels. Like the reels are about yeah. this big-ish. And so you have to put all the reels together into one giant print. And it's going to weigh 50 pounds for a film film that just is really massive and so that's a skill in and itself is building the print and uh, being able to detect the chemical splices and taking them out of the movie Um, and then also being able to thread the 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 film into the projector manually like going in there that's a skill right there and being able to uh, I did uh, extensive maintenance training on how to change the oil and the, and, the, and changing the lenses and cleaning the lenses and all this, basically taking apart the mechanics of it and making everything function and stuff. Those are skills that, uh, that, are, that are, they had to invest a lot of time and in training into giving me that stuff so I can be one of the main or head projectionists that I was back then. But now, because everything is all digital, everything's on a server and things like that, mm. that there's no building prints. You know, You just click and drag and drop, and there you go. It's a skill that is now completely, utterly obsolete and I can go without it, and I can forget that I ever even had that skill, and then, boom, be a master guitar player. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> well, kind of. took me I, that one. I pulled out of my. I pulled out of left well, field really uh, quickly, and when I, I honestly when thought time finally comes. To... No. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, it's not again. Not another technical skill. Not another, te- another technical pro- issue. Please. No, no. I, I, I. It was a an
1: nice answer. I mean. Uh... Okay.
0: Uh, okay. I can
1: I'm not uh you still there with yeah, your I'm, okay?
0: I'm still, I'm still here. Uh, I just wanted to finish out and say that for a second there, I thought I was going to have to give, uh, give up my skill of playing video games. <laughs> because that was the only other thing I could think of at the time before the projectionist stuff came <laughs> to me. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: no. No, for one, I, when I, I mean, I had a long time opening a small rate of film, you know, and uh, when that time comes, and I need to, uh, but uh, for me, um, I, I played many instruments already. I think I'd want to learn, um, I don't want to be cheap and say like a family of instruments, but like the violin or something like that um, violin, viola, cello, and not all those things. However, typically if you can play one, you can sort of get around the rest of them. Okay. Like a pianist can kind of play a keyboard and an organ. It's, it's kind of like that. But what would I give up? I, I want to say math because I hate it utterly. Um, but you can't do music without math because you have to count, you know, and, uh, and music theory is math based. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Shit, I should have thought through my own question.
0: Let me ask you this: Do you already know how to play piano?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I can. Play, I, mean,
0: I I can play uh, um, the. The three little notes where it's like I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do. Um, I can play. uh, yeah. You know the the song, the Lincoln Park song in the end. Do you happen uh-huh. to know Lincoln yeah. Park where it's like? Uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't even matter.
1: Uh-huh. I tried uh-huh. so
0: hard. Okay, uh-huh. so um, at the very very beginning and the very very end ends with the piano melody. Yep.
1: yep. And
0: I know how to play that that beginning part.
1: Awesome yeah uh that's it. That's, i I'll, yeah. I'll send you some videos i I've done a couple uh kind of funny things at the piano like music spoofs and covers and stuff and so I'll send to you you might
0: like the, you. the twelve days of uh, christmas uh according it's it's kind of funny
1: yeah that's that, that's exactly one of them yeah
0: link in the description below there you go i'll find it.
1: it it it's it's a little bit early for christmas and i'm I'm working on a couple more things for christmas this year um but uh but yeah that was a lot of fun um I still have to give up a skill. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> you don't, I, you I, don't. okay. Tell, I don't, let, I don't let, I, I'm going to just,
0: I, I'm going to tell you this right here. Uh, you were saying about math is. I don't even think math is an obsolete skill that you, I think that's something you kind of need in your day-to-day life, not just in music, yeah, but right. like,
1: you're right, you're right. You need
0: to learn, you need to know how to math. <laughs> I think you yeah. that'd be
1: a that'd be a good a good meme uh music's kind of cha you need to know how to math that's right yeah, that's good <laughs> i guess i mean i want to say like a technical skill like that like i i worked with um my dad uh uh and my uncle own a, a construction company Um, that my grandpa passed down to them. And so that's why I did most of my youth working on on, uh, construction sites. And so I learned all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, you know, on on the job site, how to drive tractors and forklifts and the big trucks and all that, and uh, how to remove, you know, heavy epoxy glue adhesive from the side of buildings and all of that. But so maybe if I just took all of that, wrapped it up into one, I would just give up all of this like random construction skill no offense to my dad if he's watching. But I'm really sorry that you had to hear that. But um, <laughs> it's, not a skill that, it's
0: it's not a skill it, that you're using in your day-to-day life or that you... I I mean
1: like it's kind of nice to have it like the memory of it, because I'm like, Oh yeah, you could maybe do this, but I don't use it anymore at all, like your like your projectionist uh, qualifications. And so um I guess I would I would choose that to play the to play the violin like Thomas Jefferson, I suppose. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, all that, all that, that skills is completely, utterly unnecessary now, and it's kind of crazy because yeah. like even, even back then, feeling, oh. okay, it's like, it's like you know how you, uh, whenever the, uh, uh, technology continues to improve and it take and it puts people out of work, and you know, uh, assembly lines and factory workers get laid off because you know you got a machine yeah. doing your job for you. It's like one of those kind of feelings where you kind of, you became obsolete when stuff when you were when we were doing film and we we thought we were the shit back then. I'm not gonna lie. Because it was like a privilege to be trained to do uh, projection, and it was like a it was very yeah, awesome. it was very elitist. Yeah. It was a very elitist mentality, and that went and that mm-hmm. went by the wayside when we had to join the crew because when you were doing projection you were away from the floor and you didn't have to t- t- deal with customers or anything like that. And you can just chill. And there oh, yeah. was a lot of downtime between, uh, between movie star times and stuff like that. You don't have to clean theaters. You don't have to drink popcorn. You don't have to sell tickets. You guys just kind of chill and then just go around, walk around when you have a da- downtime to talk to somebody and just socialize. And so that's part of the reason why, like, you know, when we went from digital, it kind of, that went away so fast and it was, it was sure. cool. Yeah.
1: So do you mean that, I mean obviously the you know you see me that they pull films down from servers. they don't stream the movies, No. But like they just like drop box it into a hard drive at the theater, then they play it like that. Is that what you mean so uh
0: the way it works is um we get a delivery of a hard drive you know like uh you know those big um uh rectangular shaped uh hard drives um that like that go into computers. Those those big five hundred gig uh, hard drives. Oh yeah, you know, I got I got
1: one somewhere around here. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's got it's like it has like one of those things where you um, are able to like push it in.
1: Yeah, I got a little I got a little terabyte drive right here. Okay, sure. it's
0: kind of like that but bigger, It's slightly bigger. It's not slim or anything like that. Yeah. And um, and so at the end there's like this port. And so in our server, it's like a ten terabyte server you just pop the hard drive into the server and then like it's like a spring action thing and so yeah. it pops in and it imports the 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 file, the media and the files from the server i mean from the from the hard drive into the server right. once once you um have that then the hard drive is useless and we keep the hard drive for show and uh then the projection uh, all the projectors have an internal uh um hard drive inside and they're all connected to the server. So you then either you export the files from the server to the projectors, and every time a movie plays, it plays from the local media from the projector.
1: So theoretically, one person could run a 40-screen movie theater. Well, no, for, it's, all,
0: a, it's automated because you only have to do it one day of a week. It's on Thursday. So on Thursday, you get the schedule. You have to import everything you have to uh build the movie which is making a playlist because you have to build a playlist of of the trailers and the movie and you and the playlist is easy. You drag and drop. And then once the and everything on all the trailers are on the server too as well. And after the playlist is done, you have to program the show times. You get the schedule for the whole week from Friday to Thursday. Here's the show times and so you you uh and I think it's even automated too. Like it's at first you had to manually do it. Now it's like now it it's now now it's whatever. already pre-populated. Now they actually made it even yeah. more efficient and had the uh, the show times pre-populated and, and it's done. And so once the schedule is done, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to set foot into the projectionist room until the following Thursday because movies come out on Fridays. So yeah, that kind of got crazy. It was really weird because uh, I did uh, I did uh, I almost inherited in, inherited the, the booth <laughs> as mine. Like I was the I was uh, uh, the second in command for like for the projectionist and uh and when, as soon as that guy ahead of me was gonna was gonna leave, I was gonna be the one in charge and uh like one of the the perks for being in charge is you make your own schedule, you had to write it for week to week how you want it, yeah, so yeah,
1: wow well uh, that is awesome for one, <laughs> and I'm sad that you would have to give it up to become. <laughs> you know, a great guitarist, but, uh, but, you know, uh, you would go from, uh, being a projectionist in theaters to filling theaters with your unbelievable fusion space rock. There you, you go. Know, whatever yeah. it is that you want to play. So, I just, so anyway, that's, you know, I just you know, want really to be able to, backwards to way.
0: I, say, I just want to be able to do, uh, an electric guitar thing where you just go so fast, like, like, you know, I just want to do one of those like shredding moments. And that's all I just want a guitar solo. I want to, I want to do a guitar solo
1: with with uh, with Guitar Hero and Rock Band Live or whatever they're called. You you sure can, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but that's that's my idea there for my podcast, my my hypothetical question podcast. It would go exactly like it just did. So you have you have been the first successful test run all right of yeah. uh, of uh, my non-existent maybe in the future but no guarantees because children are expensive hypothetical question podcast so, yeah. <laughs> so this has been a hypothetical yeah. hypothetical question podcast yeah yeah
0: well eric thank you very much for coming on it's been a pleasure speaking with you i loved it i was i loved every moment of it moment oh, of it even uh, though even on the times when it wasn't
1: working well even when we weren't speaking it was marvelous um <laughs> uh, And uh, and please, uh, everyone, uh, uh, I don't care if you follow me or or like me or subscribe to me anywhere. It doesn't matter to me. That's not what I'm about. But you can find me on, uh, you know, uh, Twitch and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, certainly as part of the Kind of Funny community. And uh, please hit up the description for any and all information. About extra life, uh, please join us. We still have a couple weeks to go until the big event, and you can still bring in donations through December thirty first. And so, if even if you want to do your live stream on December thirty first, you can do that. So, uh, so don't hesitate to reach out for uh, for questions uh, to either of us, please. Yes, yeah, of
0: course. Free. And uh, yes, yeah, awesome. so I'll I'll definitely put everything in the description. And yes, I'll even put your Twitter in the description as well. I'm, I I got cool. this. Um, so. But um, right. thank you very much for doing the podcast. I loved it. And oh, uh, thank you very much, audience, uh, for making us a part of your day. And thank you. uh, yeah, I'm Luis Machaca. I'm signing out. Bye.
1: Peace.